0: My guest today is a mesmerizing force in the world of music. She is making an unforgettable mark with her alternative visceral soundscapes that leave a lasting impression on all who experience her performances. With a unique blend of seduction, darkness, and vulnerability, she takes her audiences on an unforgettable journey of self-discovery, leaving them with a profound sense of being heard. Despite her many monikers, numerous albums, and captivating live shows that have enthralled audiences around the globe, her artistry is a testament to her enduring impact. Please join me in welcoming the awesome, all the way from London, Anna Wolf. Anna, welcome to Mixing It. How are you?
1: Thank you so much for having me, and I am doing amazing. Thank you for asking.
0: in music. So
1: I am originally from South Africa and I moved to London about six years ago and you know the bio that you read at the beginning of the, the show speaks of you know having performed under different names etc and and that was it really. I, I signed my first record deal at age 14 and since then now being in my 30s I've just always been in the music industry writing for other artists starting different projects, et cetera. And Anna Wolf is my latest, I guess, creative endeavor. And it's really a sound that I've never made before. Yeah, I've just I've just really been enjoying the process.
0: I love the fact that you hit on multiple different like personas in the music industry because Invent yourself. Why did you choose your current name, Anna Wolf?
1: The name was born from my uh, great grandmother's name, which was Anna, and I've always just had a huge obsession with wolves. Um, and it just it felt right to put those two names together. I remember the name uh, came to life when I was in studio with with a really great producer called Pete Box Demartin, who's produced. You know a lot of the biggest names in in the industry and i just remember that moment and just saying the name out loud anna wolf just felt it felt right there was never any back and forth to what the project's name was going to be my real name is melanie larue it felt quite in alignment with with what i wanted to create in it and the name in itself really gives you a sense already of what the music could potentially sound like um, so it just felt like such a great fit.
0: It does. Listening to some of your music, it definitely is a awesome fit with the music. I absolutely love it. And I love how you've blended your love, the wolves, with your grandmother's name. I think that that's awesome. Love it. Thank you. Absolutely. So obviously you've done various different types of projects. Tell us who some of your musical influences are.
1: My biggest musical influence is Johnny Cash. I listen to many different artists from bands like The National, Arcade Fire. Um, most recently, I got into Mac Miller, just really all kinds of genres. But Johnny Cash is the artist that I always fall back onto. It's not necessarily that you would would hear my music and then you would be, be hearing his writing style and genre play off in my music. It's more who he was. as as an individual and his headspace and mindset with regards to creating music, that is more inspiring to me than, you know, listening to an artist and then being inspired by that to creatively then uh, draw inspiration from that just from a sonic aspect. So I would say definitely Johnny Cash, yeah.
0: Wow. I was not expecting that one. I could certainly see some of the other ones that you mentioned, but not Johnny Cash.
1: I love that. (laughs) And I don't blame you. There's no no reference. It's like every time I tell people it's Donny Cash, it's like, oh, (laughs) okay. Yeah.
0: Well, no, but I mean, I think it's really refreshing, actually, to hear you say that you are inspired by him more how he's an individual, right, rather than just the specific music context. So, brilliant. Yeah,
1: I, I like that you that you sum it up that way. I think uh I even have a I have a Johnny Cash tattoo on my arm and it says, I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die and the whole story behind that I always found so inspiring. You know, back then when you wrote lyrics like that, it was extremely controversial and you were told as an artist that, you know, if you want to appeal to a certain market you're gonna to have to change your at least mold or muffle <laughs> muffle some of your lyrics or whatever, and he just didn't go there. He just stuck to his guns, and he wrote what he felt, and I, I really like that. I feel like that's such a symbolic approach that I would like to think that I have with regards to my lyrics and, and, and how I do stuff.
0: Well, he's a great person to have as an influence, and I actually will give you a little tidbit. I once shook his hand on an airplane. I was very, 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 very young, and he was on a flight with his son. Either we were going to Germany or coming back from Germany. I can't really remember, but they actually made an announcement that he was on the plane, and... As a young child, when we were leaving, we actually got to shake his hand. So it was pretty cool. So that was that's amazing. Yeah, it was a long, long time ago, but you know, that's cool. So I can actually say I met him the man in the <laughs> big black hat. <laughs> awesome. Wonderful. Well, this is a great place to share one of the songs that you brought with you. Let's talk about Gong. What inspired this composition?
1: Well, there's two aspects to gong. Um, I wrote gong because I built this complete, like, fictional narrative about, and I'm sure this has happened before, but where someone would accidentally commit suicide and then finding themselves in a place where they go, oh, I, I, I didn't mean to do that. The best example I can give you, right, is I'm a big Mac Miller fan, okay? So... The story behind Mac Miller's death is that it was an accidental suicide. It was never his intention. And if you go and do research on, on how it happened, or at least the facts that are out there, um, it just it comes across as if he never meant to do it. And that was really inspiring because I then took that and thought to myself, what if there's this moment where you realize what you did and you can't go back? And Gong was inspired by that. It was in that almost like being trapped in a space where you you couldn't get out of it. So that's kind of how the idea was born um, that I was kind of seeing that play out. And then the other part of it is it's killing your ego and it's letting go of your old self and your old patterns and moving into the unknown. Um, And when you watch the music video for Gong as well, that really portrays itself it shows the old, the vulnerable me being tugged and pulled by by my ego. That was the concept of the video.
0: Well, it is an absolutely awesome song, and we are going to play it for everybody now. So here it is. This is Gong by Anna Wolf. Tell me how you feel when you're broken inside
2: When there's a fox found dead and you got nowhere to hide Close the door before the rain starts to
3: cry. I got wounds. I gotta try. I got wounds fighting inside.
2: bled out from your teeth and now the mystery subsides close the door before the rain starts to
3: cry
0: This is like a Musicians, Tell us about your experiences being an independent artist because I know it's not easy.
1: Yeah, I I think one of the biggest questions I got um, and still get when I moved from South Africa to London was, you know, a lot of people start with, it's so hard. There are so many brilliant musicians here. You know, how do you break through the noise? And I think the instant answer is just, Keep going. And what I mean by that is, yes, there are many great artists, but there are so many great artists all over the world, right? So it's to constantly think within a broad view. So even if you're in a very small town and you feel like you're never going to break out of that town, don't let your postal code hinder your momentum in just sticking to what you know you're good at and continue to. to Create music or whatever it is, you know it doesn't have to be music, whatever you're you're interested in, and what I mean by just keep going is because if you can keep that channel open, if you can keep writing, no matter the outcome, if you can keep playing the shows, no matter if there's two people watching you or no one watching you, the broader perspective is something that one needs to constantly remind yourself of. So try try your best, and of course it's an absolute practice, but try your best to always see it from a bird's eye view. So for example, um, you know, I've had moments where I would play shows, and then I would be left very, very empty, especially when I moved to London. You know, I'm I'm well known in South Africa, but when I moved to London, I essentially had to start over again, and that was really, really hard. So there were moments that I would play shows and then all of a sudden I don't want to play shows anymore because it just, it tires me out and it doesn't feel like I'm doing anything. Like it just feels like, and don't get me wrong, there are people, there are are fans that come to the shows, but it's a small club. So you always, as an independent artist especially, or just as an artist I think in general, it's hard to step out of it and see it from from another perspective, because when you're in it, it feels like you're not going anywhere, or at least it feels like it's moving very slow. And I think a lot of creatives have this impatient energy that constantly eats at them, thinking that time is running out. I think that's that's definitely something I can testify to that I have had to work on and constantly remind myself of that time is man-made and you can achieve and do the stuff that you want to do at any point in your life. So I think there's a definite lie that we tend to tell ourselves. Um, That's one of the things I jokingly always remind myself of is like, I have to tell myself better lies because this lie that I'm telling myself now is just, it's not a good lie to live by, right? And I think we as human beings always tell ourselves lies. So if you're going to keep doing it, well, at least try and kind of change the narrative, right? So I still have moments where I feel like the the outcome is not exactly what I thought it was going to be. Of course, I do. I think that will continue my whole life, no matter what I do, not just music, anything else outside of that, but it's about keep going and also expectation, I think you would agree expectation tends to throw a person off very easily as well, um and also tires a person out so much so that. You know, your dopamine levels probably drop so much that you don't even want to write and you're exhausted and you don't get enough sleep. I mean, as you can hear, this this topic is something I'm really, really passionate about because more creatives need to be reminded that, first of all, they're not alone. And every single independent artist experiences very much the same stories. But I don't think it's spoken um, of enough just in terms of, you know, getting it out there that you're not alone in your questions But also knowledge is power, you know, so as an independent artist doing the work, meaning sitting down, you know, even if you're someone with a short attention span, just take it baby steps, you know, information is free on Google research, why does specific social media aspects work according to some, you know, specific analytics or whatever it is like these are words that I think a lot of musicians find very daunting and very scary, and they don't understand how these things work. But I think just being more forgiving towards yourself, allowing yourself to, to feel the anxiety and then go, wait a minute, I'm anxious because these things are new. And usually I would, you know, I think some people do this. They, they wait for the help. They wait for the, the the manager to come knocking or the booking agent to come knocking etc. But again, just keep going because I think eventually, and this is this is just what I believe the law of it all. Eventually, you start gaining so much momentum that it's hard for people not to take notice. It's it's hard to say no, and it's and obviously we live in a social media world, so whatever we do equals to what you see on social media. So. In a nutshell, keep going.
0: <laughs> You've hit on, actually, quite a few different topics. Always reinventing yourself. Continue to go. And as an independent artist, you're correct. I can relate. It's it's very, very hard. I don't think that a lot of people realize that there are, one, so many independent artists out there. A lot of people get focused on a few people that maybe have made it to the A-list, let's just do A-list, B-list, C-list, right? You know, somebody's made it to the A-list and that's all you hear and that's all everybody talks about, right? But there's so many people on B-list, C-list, D-list, whatever you want to call it, that are making extraordinary music and trying to make it in this business. Yes, there's a lot of social media, there's a lot of internet, and in many ways, that has helped and that has opened the doors for independence, if you will, because now we can release our own music. We don't need to have a record label behind us to actually put music out there. But in the same regard, it's also actually harder because now everybody's doing it. And then things like Tic Tac come along. Now it's, as I know recently, I've actually done research too, TikTok is now the place where all the new artists get discovered. So now you have to constantly do these TikTok videos and you have to put yourself out there and and do this and do that. But it's overwhelming. and, And I love the fact that you hit on like the taking a step back, doing your own research, putting in the work, putting in the work is very, very important. And I think that's a key component Of longevity and continued success, if you don't put in the work and you don't do your own research or reach out to that music supervisor because you have the perfect song for their TV show or contact that venue, waiting around for that venue to contact you or a manager to reach out is just, in my mind, not the way to go, right? I mean, I'll just be polite about it. I know somebody could sit there and say good things come to those who wait, but a lot of great things come to people that actually put in the work and have their feet on the yeah. pavement and push and push.
1: Yeah, and I think quite playful advice with regards to that is like when you as an independent artist, you find yourself in those moments where – you, I speak to a lot of people who don't like selling themselves, you know, and I'm one of them. I, I, I hate going out. And First of all, as if you were my my friend um, or you were a family member, I just, I don't like talking about myself. So for me, I had to, when I would be networking or whatever, I would have to, it would have to be conscious. Okay, you have to network now. Let, go there. And yes, it's going to feel like you're selling yourself. But this is the intent. The intent is not to sell yourself. The intent is to, you know, paying it forward through art, through music, through, you know, releasing material that helps other individuals connect the dots for themselves. That's the intent. And I think when one's, let's call it ego, starts taking over and it starts sending you these lies of you're selling yourself and... Um, they're going to think you're a this or a that and the judgment you know, you feel that I think all of us feel um, sometimes in those moments is just to remind yourself that the intent is bigger than just me trying to tell this person that they should invest their time and energy in me. And another thing that's really inspiring is to actually research big artists, referring to your, your A-list, you know how they started. You know when we hear the Lady Gaga stories and the you know Jennifer Lopez stories and the whatever, we again get reminded that hold up. You know my journey might be different. Yes, but they still struggle. And it's about those examples, right? To know that you're, that, you're, that you're not alone and that your journey might might just be different. I want to touch on the fact that you said B-list or C-list and I get to why you're referring to it as that, but there's a band that I really deeply admire. Is, uh, they're called Listener, and I really like what they've done, um, the, the, the lead singer being Dan Smith, and I really like the way that they've run their brand and their, their product and their music, etc. There are definitely other ways, if you do go check out their stuff, there's definitely other ways that you can make your business lucrative, You know that you can um, make money just off of what you do. If that's a cool merchandise, unique merchandise, it's another avenue.
0: Yeah, and I think one thing that's very, very important, and I use this quote quite a bit when I hear people comparing like, oh, you're just an independent artist. You know, you're not signed with a label. I always turn around and say, every professional was once an amateur. They all started somewhere. And Sharon, because I love him actually, actually, and he's from the UK, but my reference is bad. But you know, he at one point in time was homeless <laughs> performing on the streets in London, right? You know, I mean, he started out, yeah. um, I think it's called what is it called, busing, or is that what's called, just singing in the subways, right? You know, so I mean, he didn't start that path where, you know, overnight he was an instant sensation, right? He worked really hard and, and he was at one point in time an independent artist and amateur and then he worked hard to get to where he is today, right? So I think it's very important that people look at that. We're all doing something that we love and you're exactly correct. I hate to classify A list, B list, C list, but... Success is what you believe success is to you. Like, I will sit there and say, for all intents and purposes, I've had a successful career. Do I have multiple number one singles or multiple this and multiple that? No, but according to what I have viewed success for my music career, I'm successful. Because success is what it means to the individual. And The other thing, too, that's also very important is, like you mentioned, other avenues. One of the reasons why Natalie and I started Sisters in Music is because we want to help elevate and we want to help support and we want to help to promote, you know, women, independent artists like yourself and men, because we also have men on our shows, too. But, you know, our primary goal is to be there and pay it forward by supporting and and getting other artists' names out there, and to us, that's what's important. If we can even one person with some additional focus on their career and their music, to us, that's success. So I think it's important that people take away from this little aspect of the conversation that, you know, there's varying degrees of success. Yeah. In
1: terms of success, it's all about context. So, for example, yes. uh, you know, and, and that's why I refer to it as like baby steps. Okay, what do you want to do this week? Okay, this week you want to gain more social media followers and you want to play that show. You really want to book this specific venue. Okay, if I can get this down, okay, cool, I've locked it down. Cool, success, nice. Okay, what's next? Dada. And that's really what it is, working systematically. And if you you know if you have the discipline, work out a timeline and and move according to that. I mean, the, this is the thing. As a as a creative, for me, I don't I don't like activating the business side of things. I don't, you know. I I just want to write and I just want to be on stage and perform, and I just want to think creative and be creative, and that's great. And I and I you know for me again, it's a practice. I have to have the discipline to go. Okay, today you're playing a show you know, take it easy, go to the gym, eat healthy, uh, maybe meditate, okay, let's go and do sound check, okay, now we're at sound check, okay, have you eaten anything, no, I haven't eaten anything, so it's about becoming your own best friend in the journey, and then you play the show, okay, you have a good show, yes, I had a great show, okay, cool, that day is over, the next day, okay, the next day I might need to, you know, put on a different cap, because I've got that meeting, or I've got that interview, or I've got... You know what I'm saying? It's about, it's about just being kinder to yourself. I think, you know, we, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, you know, for the next best song and the right amount of followers. And it's every day. It's every day. It's just a constant fight with oneself. So, look, this is definitely one of, the, one of the careers for deep work within oneself. You know, if we're talking about self-awareness 101, um, this really rips you open. Figuratively speaking, and just begs a bullion questions almost at the same time. You know, and no one will really understand it. If you're if you're a nine to fiver and you've been doing that your whole life, I mean, bless you, that's your journey. And there's stuff that, that you as an individual would, you know, now know that I would never experience and know. But all I can say this, from my perspective, is like choosing to to do stuff on your own terms and not go the roots of nine to five and just always knowing what to expect and not delving into the unknown. I mean, this, what we're doing is, is, it's scary. You know, it's very scary at times. And there's many times that I just want to change course and do something that I know what the outcome is going to be. But, you know, I truly believe that it's your calling. If you can't let go of it, that's why you're here.
0: And that's a great place for us to off and take a short break from a word from one of our partners in podcasting. This is Chatting with Nat. We will be right back with Mixing It with Nikki Chris here on the SIM Radio Network.
1: Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard.
0: And we are back. on mixing it with Nikki Chris on the Sam Radio Network and my awesome guest, Anna Wolf. We've had a really great conversation about life as an independent artist, some of the trials and tribulations and challenges. So what do you do when times get tough? How do you not give up? How do you shut down the noise?
1: I have done, uh, I mean, this is just my journey, of course, but I've done extensive work on myself. I mean, I think everyone should have a psychologist on call. (laughs) I do. Um, So for me, it's about um, when I do feel exhausted, when I do feel disappointed, uh, when I question myself a lot, that's like my little red flag to know, wait a minute, what's, what's actually going on here? And sometimes it's as simple as I'm just tired and I need sleep. So that's definitely one of the things that keeps me going. And we're talking more practical stuff. Meditation is a big thing that keeps me going. It just stills me. It grounds me. And then working out, living a, a very healthy lifestyle is key for me. Otherwise, uh, you know, the pressure of the industry will easily get me down. How do I break through the noise as an artist? You keep at it, you keep creating art, you keep releasing new material, and you just keep going.
0: Which actually is a really good segue to one of the questions that I ask all of my songwriters is I ask all of my songwriters to give a songwriting tip or trick. So is there anything that maybe you use or maybe that you have learned, somebody has taught you, that you would be willing to share as a tip or trick that maybe might help a budding songwriter from, you know, writer's block or if they get stuck. Is there anything that you can share with us?
1: If you have writer's block, uh, go for a walk. <laughs> that is, that's what I feel is work for me. Break the momentum of feeling like you've reached the ceiling. So moving, physical moving around really helps. And again, just for me, it's meditation, just, you know, making sure my brain is not running at a thousand miles an hour, making sure that I'm writing and creating from a space that, that feels just a little bit more grounded, but more still. Also, what I have found, though, is even when you feel like you've reached a ceiling in your, in your writer's process and, or, or the writer's block, etc., what I feel is that like if you just keep writing... If you keep repeating certain sections of the song, eventually what happens is the inspiration just starts happening again. I think sometimes we wait for inspiration. I certainly used to do that for many years. And now I consciously decide when I want to write. But I must be honest, Nikki, I've never had writer's block touch wood. um, And I write very, very easily. Again, it's a practice for me, so if I meditate a lot and quiet my mind, um I can actually hear what i'm what I should be writing about so yeah maybe maybe that can work for some people.
0: I like the meditation comment. I'm not a very good meditator. I've done like yoga and things like that, but every single time. I get to, like, the meditation part. I'm just, like, my mind constantly races, so it's very, very hard for me to do, like, the meditation aspect. But I definitely have heard from several people that that really, really helps clear your mind and open up creativity. So I may actually see if I can try that again. I stopped trying it because it just wasn't working. Maybe I'll try it again. Yeah, but maybe maybe also the other thing is like
1: um sometimes I don't want to meditate, you know, to your point, like some like especially in the beginning when I started meditating it was really hard. But now, you know, sometimes I don't feel like I want to meditate. I know the power of it. I know what it translates to, but then I'll go for a walk in the park or I'll go to the gym or I'll just move because it's what it is, it's about getting rid of stifled energy, right? So that physical movement, you know, just getting up and making a cup of tea, going okay. Just and also for me, it's such a big thing. Like talk to yourself. I don't think we talk to ourselves enough. I don't think we, well, maybe we talk to ourselves too much. But the the point <laughs> is, like, just just be kinder to yourself, and just be kinder to yourself. You know, I'm a I'm a big fan of saying like you, we need to become our own best friend. I think we're we're always giving energy. You know, it's always. In the art of writing, for example, it's always giving energy, it's putting the ink to paper, and that's fine. that's beautiful, and we need to give in order to get right. But I think there's a part missing though there's a false sense of almost like just emptying oneself till there's nothing left and yeah, I think that's when a person should should just check in with yourself and maybe you should try the meditation again. And, well, guided meditation. Have you tried guided meditation?
0: I have. Yeah, no, I don't do really well with it at all. So <laughs> I may have to try it again because I have heard that it really does work. Good <laughs> <No>. luck. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. Before we get to the second song that you brought with you, I want to talk about current project because I also know that you've been involved in a feature film that's recently won some – uh, awards like it recently won an ICA at the Dancers with Films Festival in Los Angeles. Tell us about some of the current projects that you're working on before we play your next song.
1: Yes, I acted in a feature film called Forever Young, and it's this beautiful feature film um starring Amy Tiger Julian Glover, Diana Quick, and then one of my ultimate favorite actors, Bernard Heel. And it's just a beautiful portrayal about this old age couple that finds the cure for aging. And it's basically seeing their journey as a as a married couple and the wife can take this this very, you know, futuristic kind of medication that makes her younger and the husband doesn't go on that journey. And it's all about self actualization in reverse. And uh, I got the honor to play myself Anna Wolf. And um, my journey is, uh, is a, well, let's just say you have to watch the film because I'm definitely unrecognizable in a lot of the scenes. play a heroin addict slash, you know, busker on the road. And um, it was a, a very, very interesting creative experience. Um, so I just wrapped up on that. And that's coming out uh, later this year. And then I was recently in studio working on a new song called Mother, which I'm super excited about. And then I've got a couple of shows lined up for 2024. From now until the end of the year, I'm pretty quiet in terms of shows, just really steering my attention to the single release of Mother and then gaining more traction on all social media platforms. Yeah, and I'm leaving for New York in a couple of weeks to uh, go to a film festival for another film that I was involved in as a as a vocal coach for some of the actors. The film is called Young Gun and uh, that's been nominated at a festival in New York, which I'm excited about. Yeah, just you know what, Nikki? A bunch of stuff. A bunch of stuff and I'll probably end this call going, Oh my gosh, I didn't I didn't say this or that but yeah, those are the most recent stuff that I would say
0: Well, congratulations on all of that because it all sounds amazing. And like Anna mentioned, she has a new single that was just released. I believe October 19th was the release date, so Mother. So we're not playing that today, but make sure you go and check that out because it is also awesome. But we are now going to share another song that you did bring with you, So tell us a little bit about Vegas. What is this song about? I wrote
1: Vegas uh, when I returned from my trip uh, to Vegas, and it was inspired by the shooting um, that happened, most recent one. To be honest now, I can't think of the year that it took place. But anyway, not to get too much into that, but it was inspired by uh, my trip to Vegas and then walking the streets in Vegas being seemingly you know, filled with people with, with high energy and smiles. And as a writer, I couldn't help but, you know, obviously I can't fathom at all what these people went through. But, you know, how quickly a street such as this can turn into something, you know, just horrendous and catastrophe of it all. And so it really speaks of that. And and one of the lines in the song, it also, you know, very clearly states exactly that that I just explained. And then at the end, you know, the song does take a turn and it it speaks of we are warriors. And I wrote it, hopefully, to give people some sense of solace and some sense of that it's okay not to be okay. And that hopefully they can find the light and whatever that means to them. Hopefully that can manifest into their lives little by little.
0: Well, it is another wonderful song and we are going to play it for everybody. This is Vegas by Anna Wolf. you on that because it is challenging to make sure (laughs) that your things are, are different. So, another great song and a very important message. And what's interesting is that you have a song that was some, in some way, maybe inspired by a shooting event in Las Vegas and... I actually have a song that was inspired by another shooting event in Orlando. So it's, it's it's unfortunate that we have these events that keep happening, but I love the fact that we've both taken a horrific event and then created something that we're hoping potentially heals individuals by experiencing those. So I think it's kind of unique.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Nikki, um, and, and also thank you so much for the lovely compliments. Thank you for for seeing me, I guess, as a whole, as an artist, you know, so thank you for that.
0: Absolutely. All right, well, before we sign off, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? How about where they can find you on social media or your website? Give us a little bit where people can check you out.
1: Yes, please. do go check me out on social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Real Anna Wolf. If you're ever in London, please do come to a show. Hopefully I'll be in the U.S. sooner than later. Just follow on social media. I mean, I'm constantly on it, constantly updating. Feel free to reach out, ask questions. I'm pretty good at responding. And just keep following the music, I mean, if you want to. So and also, thank you to you, Nikki. Thank you for for doing what you're doing, and and um, it's really cool. It's really cool. The intent of what you guys are doing is speaks volumes. And I believe that if you just reach a couple of people, or more so, I mean, you know, what you what you've essentially created is a is a space for people to help connect the dots for themselves, right? So, and that can change a human being's course in a life altering way. So, yeah, uh, kudos to you. Oh, thank you. You're so
0: sweet. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right. Well, everybody, let's thank our wonderful guest, Anna Wolf, for taking the time to chat with us today. Anna, it has been an absolute, absolute pleasure. Thank you, all of us, for tuning in to Mixing It. On behalf of everyone here at Sim Radio, this is Nikki Chris. And until next time, keep on mixing it.